Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Brew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information, and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today is a bite-sized episode and I want to talk to you about body neutrality. So we're going to talk a bit about what do we mean by body neutrality, talk a bit about the differences between body neutrality and body positivity, and then to think about how we can take some steps towards being body neutral. Now I know for from the many, many people I've worked with that in eating disorder recovery, the body image part of recovery can be really, really challenging and finding some peace and acceptance with your body can often lag behind the other progress you're making. So I just want to say, if you're listening and you're struggling with body image, this is very, very normal. And in our culture generally, sadly, many, many people struggle with body image because of diet culture, the pressure to be thin, to be lean, to look a certain way, certain body types being celebrated. It's very, very hard to feel completely at peace with your body because of there are so many toxic messages around and our worth has become very linked to how our bodies look and it's really quite challenging to move away from this. So it's massively important to be very compassionate with yourself about this. You're not going to just suddenly love your body and shed the years of conditioning that you've been exposed to. And it takes time and it's a bumpy old road. So just to really normalize that, because I think sometimes, again, I've worked with several people who have felt really bad that they can't be more body positive. Why can't I just love my body and getting very, very frustrated with themselves? So in eating disorder recovery, over time, you'll start to dilute that link between self-worth and the size of your body, but it might not go away altogether. Unless, I guess, you know, if our culture drastically changed and we came, became so much more accepting, it would help massively. However, even if you're never going to have the most perfect relationship with your body image, if that is such a thing, because we're not really aiming for perfection, it is a very realistic thing to move towards a much more accepting and peaceful relationship with your body. And I say this through personal experience as someone as well who has struggled a lot with poor body image in the past. And I definitely today feel very peaceful about my body with all its imperfections. So it is a place that you can move to, but obviously we're all on our individual journeys and it's going to be slightly different for each of us. So there are many different approaches to accepting your body. And you might have heard about the body positive movement, body positivity. Now this originally came from the fat acceptance movement in the 1960s. And the body positivity movement really aimed to give a voice to those in marginalized bodies, especially fat, black, queer, and disabled bodies. But as the movement gathered steam and momentum, it's kind of lost its original roots and purpose. So the term body positivity has often become sort of blended or confused with body confidence and self-love. So what's really happened is an influx of smaller bodied white women have begun using the term and the community that the body positive movement was originally designed for have actually felt a bit cast out again. You know, they felt excluded from this movement that was originally sort of designed to make people feel more included. 
And you probably relate to this as well as a lot of stuff isn't there on social media, using the body positive hashtag. And it's something that we've become very familiar with and it's banded around a great deal. So I think the body positive movement actually has had many positives from it. I think again, like most things in this space, it's not really black or white. And I think perhaps you need to decide for yourself personally how helpful that is for you. Um, and also if you feel included in that, because I think because of the term has been so accepted by the mainstream, if you feel that you don't fit into that kind of more mainstream sort of body type, you can still feel really marginalized and, you know, on the fringes and not included and still be really, really struggling with coming to any form of accepting or loving your body. And I think a criticism of body positivity is that people often say it is a step too far because for many people, it doesn't feel attainable. It doesn't feel achievable. And then they feel really frustrated and cross with themselves that they can't achieve this and it's another stick to beat yourself with. So again, that is not very helpful. So it could be termed, I guess, as almost being a bit toxically positive, where it could be unrealistic to love or adore your body unconditionally at all times. And it might also mean that you hide or suppress your true feelings. Because if you don't feel that way, it might put you in a place to blame your negative mindset for it. So, you know, I know of my own body and particularly kind of post having babies, um, there are parts of my body that I'm probably not going to absolutely adore and love, <laughs> but I have genuine acceptance and peace with my body. So being more in that kind of neutral place has been very helpful for me personally. I think as well what's worth mentioning is though if you have a chronic health condition, if you're suffering with an eating disorder, if you have body dysmorphia or if you have a disability, again the idea of loving your body could be profoundly challenging. Something that might feel impossible to achieve and then something to beat yourself up for. So this is not very helpful. So I guess I'm just saying with the body positivity stuff, think about for you how helpful it is. You know, you can do your own kind of reading, your own exploration around it. And just think about, is it something that you want to take on board? Or maybe you might be interested in hearing or exploring more about body neutrality. So let's talk a bit more about body neutrality. So the term body neutrality is believed to have been coined in 2010 by a treatment program at the Women's Centre for Binge and Emotional Eating in Vermont. Now the idea of being body neutral is to help us steer away from the self-hate that we place on our bodies without the pressure of having to, you know, love your body unconditionally instead. So it's about working towards a place where we respect our bodies, but we don't give too much energy to positive or negative thoughts about it. So we're in that more kind of neutral middle ground. So body neutrality is simply the act of taking a neutral stance towards your body, both emotionally and physically. So it, do, it means not supporting the hatred towards your body's limitations or investing time and energy to like love it you know, so much either. And you can simply be in that more middle ground, peaceful place. Now, for some of you, you might have a reference point of this when you were younger. Now, I know for myself, I feel very fortunate that probably up until my teenage years, I had a very neutral relationship with my body. I never really thought about the size of it. 
I just used it as a vehicle, as a vessel to run around, to do things. I didn't ever really pay attention to it. I never judged it. I wasn't really focused on anything to do with size or weight or numbers. It was just purely something, you know, my body was something that was just getting me from A to B. Now, I feel very fortunate that I have had that experience because I know that's not true for everybody. And I know for myself, the fact that I had that experience up until my early teens means that I had a kind of reference point of realizing how possible body neutrality could be because I remembered that time of just being in that much more neutral place. So that was a very helpful reference point for me to think, oh, I would love to get back more towards that place. Now I know for some people listening, that's not true. And you might have felt from really, really, really young that you didn't like your body, there's something wrong with your body. You might have experienced some kind of trauma or abuse or something that really impacted how you felt about your body image. So I think if you recognize yourself there, be really kind and compassionate towards yourself and just think of yourself as that younger child and um, offer yourself a lot of understanding, kindness. Um, and you know, because of if you were exposed to circumstances, that didn't help you to be in that more body neutral place. That's not your fault. And that was just completely out of your control. So no matter your shape, size, skin color, gender, physical ability or capability, the goal of body neutrality is to help you accept your body as a physical vessel and a small part of who you are rather than focusing on what it looks like. And basically, based on your ability, your body performs several different functions and allows you to live your life through it. So body neutrality as well asks you to give less importance to the day-to-day -day bodily changes in weight, appearance and shape and be much more focused on like what your body can do for you. So thinking about its amazing physiology, how it can heal itself, how you can get from A to B. Body neutrality as well can help you address the stigma and dissatisfaction that is placed on your body weight because you might have an idea in your head that you are too fat or too skinny or there's something wrong with your body. Body neutrality as well helps you move away from those that kind of judgment. And a neutral stance as well, it will not help not only help you be less judgmental towards yourself but also towards others because if you're very judgmental towards yourself understandably you'll be projecting that on others as well and you might not be wanting to do that but you might just find yourself just thinking very very critical thoughts about other people's bodies but if you're doing that to others it's probably a sure sign that you're doing it to yourself and even just beginning to be aware of that and being compassionate for yourself that you're doing that will help you start to shift that and to just you know have awareness and think about if you want to make a change around that. Also focusing on how the body functions can help get rid of myths and polarizing messages around physical appearance. So things like, you know, if you are fat, that it doesn't equal health. Or if you are really, really thin, that you are super, super healthy. Now we know that's not true. You know, there's many, many kind of people who are in thinner or smaller bodies that are not healthy at all, you know, they're sort of starving or restricting themselves. There's many people in larger bodies that are actually very, very healthy and, um, you know, really look after themselves and value lots of different aspects of their health. So it can be really helpful around this as well. And also body neutrality as is an inclusive approach. So it recognizes all the different types of bodies, including people with disabilities, trans people, you know, just across the whole spectrum. And body neutrality, doesn't mean as well that you shouldn't care 
or love what your body looks or feels like, you know, you can still really take care of your body. You can still enjoy expressing yourself through your appearance, but it's just much more in that neutral zone where you're not in the really horrible self-hatred place and you're not in the, at the other end of kind of like overdosing on self-love, you're more neutral. And it gives you a template as well to reject labels of any kind and just accept and respect your body for what it does for you physically and emotionally, serving your day-to-day needs. I think when we start to think about what our bodies do for us as well, it is really, really quite incredible. You know, we don't often stop, do we, and reflect and just notice on how amazing our bodies are and what they can cope with, what they can deal with, that we put them through. They are an amazing vessel to help us move through our lives. And when you're more neutral about your body, and this is something I have found incredibly to be incredibly true, is that it gives you the opportunity and mind space to cut out like a whole layer of chaotic chatter in your head because of you just got headspace for other things. You know, if your body is more just this kind of vehicle to get you through life, you're not spending hours and hours like obsessing and looking in the mirror and weighing and thinking about what you're eating and all of the stuff that just takes up so much time and energy. You're focusing your time and energy on other things. And that's just such a relief, you know, to have that whole layer of chatter pretty much gone. Okay, time for a short advertisement break. Now, I know we talk a lot about food freedom on this podcast and how important it is to take care of yourself mentally and physically as you learn to navigate a culture which is inundated with toxic messaging. So one of the best ways to take care of yourself is through exercise, but I know it can be really hard to find an exercise program that isn't rooted in toxic messages and doesn't feel triggering. Well, I recently met Katie the owner of an amazing new exercise company called We Shape. And We Shape's focus isn't on calorie counting, tracking how much you worked out, or making you feel bad about your body to get motivated. Instead, they create a customized exercise routine for you that helps you connect with and care for your body rather than feel pressure to change it. They help you learn to set intentions that come from a place of self-care rather than self-judgment, and they support you every step of the way with an amazing community and live coaching so you can make yourself a exercise a self-care practice that helps you feel better in your body and about your body. Plus, they're giving listeners of the show the chance to try it out for a full two weeks for free. Just head on over to www.weshape.com forward slash freedom. Link is in the show notes. And yeah, just click on the link in the show notes and get started today. So how can we take some steps towards being more body neutral? So let's talk about, I'm going to talk about nine different ways that you can do this. So number one, work to appreciate everything your body can do. Think about its amazing physiology, how it can heal itself if you can run or jump or move around or for its strength. So really just focus much more on that rather than aesthetics. Number two, stop talking about and participating in diets, restriction, all the things that really harm your relationship with your body and your relationship with food. Now, this is a mega one, isn't it? But if you can just take some baby steps to moving more towards developing a healthier relationship with food and see this self as a cornerstone of self-care and diluting the link between weight and worth, 
And what you could do is just have a read through of the 10 principles of intuitive eating. You know, if you put that into Google and just have a read through, it just does give a lovely framework for relationship with food, relationship with exercise, relationship with yourself. And, um, and it's much more achievable, attainable, and joy-giving than trying to follow unrealistic and punishing diets. Number three, work to eliminate, which is quite extreme, I guess, but it would be an ultimate goal, not participate and to call out fat phobia and weight stigma as you experience it day to day. So I guess this happens so, so often just in our regular kind of conversations. I'm just thinking I was in Devon recently on holiday and I just remember several instances of just random conversations and people commenting on weight, dieting, all these things that are just so much part of normal life, sadly. And so many people carry this unconscious weight stigma, fat phobia, and are just kind of leaking it out of them all the time and not even realizing. So I guess the great thing is once we become more aware, more educated about this, we can start to um, at least not join in as the first step. We can also kind of call people out gently and kindly and try to educate people to realize the damage they're doing. Because if you are regularly around people where this is quite toxic, where you're hearing a lot of diet talk, a lot of body image judgment talk, it's going to really influence you. So it's really important to have some boundaries with friends and family around this. Number four as well, guard what you see, especially online, you know, do the whole kind of good old social media cleanse. Don't be looking at the before and after photos, what I eat in a day, anything like fat burning pills, hacks, altered body images, altered body image photos. I mean, it's pretty hard, isn't it, to avoid all of that, but just be really aware of what you're consuming because if you're kind of exposing yourself to minutes or hours of that every day is going to really impact your relationship with your body. Number five, focus on qualities about yourself that are independent of your appearance. This is really, really, really important. Um, I know it's something that's really, really helped me. Um, just not focusing so much on the body, but focusing on my strengths, focusing on the things that I enjoy, um, getting my self-worth from other aspects, not just around body image. Number six, try body neutral affirmations about how your body serves your needs. So you could write this down or say it out loud, something like, my arms allow me to hug others or my hands allow me to stroke my cat. So focusing much more kind of on the function rather than how your body looks. Number seven, wear clothes that make you feel comfortable. You can still enjoy clothes, dressing up, wearing things that make you feel good, and enjoying comfort at the same time. You know, wearing something that's restrictive or tight is not gonna help you feel body neutral. You're gonna be much more likely to be critical and judgmental of your body. Okay, number eight, exercise for the joy of movement and for social reasons rather than burning off calories or focusing on too much how you look. So obviously, exercise movement can be amazing for our mental and physical health, but our intention behind the exercise is often what's so important. You know, if you're going into it as a punishing thing to burn off calories or something that you feel you have to do, it's not gonna help you be very body neutral. And number nine, give yourself grace whilst navigating body neutrality and you're not gonna feel body neutral overnight. 
So it does take time, you know, you've been conditioned from birth to be very judgmental around your body. Body neutrality is not going to feel like a natural thing. You're living in a world where you are constantly inundated with messages that are encouraging you not to be body neutral. So be really kind and compassionate with yourself. Have some really firm boundaries in place. You know, distance yourself from people in your life who are unhelpful. Um, You really look after yourself, detox your social media feed and just spend like a couple of minutes every day appreciating what your body can do because I promise you this will have itself a powerful ripple effect and start to increase your awareness about how you talk to yourself and also how you feel about your body. So I hope this gives you some inspiration in navigating body neutrality. It takes time, be kind and compassionate with yourself in the process. So you enjoyed this episode if you're not following me already on instagram do seek me out the eating disorder therapist underscore for further support with your relationship with food do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk you might want to join my bite-sized therapy membership only five pounds a month and you get additional podcast and video content so if you enjoy this podcast it might be something that you really like and you can try it for a week for free first You might also want to join our event in September, which is now online, Saturday the 30th of September. It's an inspiring event around the prevention of eating disorders and body image issues. Um, So please do join us. It's going to start at two o'clock UK time. So it means that hopefully we can get people from outside the UK being able to join and be involved in this wonderful event too. And we have lots of different professionals that are going to be talking at the event about all kinds of issues. So do go to the eatingdisordertherapist.co.uk if you're interested in finding out more. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.